Step one, wake up early, gon' rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, think grow hard about what you wanna be. Step four, fuck everybody, just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. 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 Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. Yo, set your affirmations, aspirations. I got shit to do. The aftermath of preparation. Good food, good mood, blood in circulation. One step at a time. Yeah, that's how you make it. Set a goal you control and the steps you take them. I try to pick one thought, have some concentration. And if I make a mistake, it's called education. I try to do this. Do you see yourself being more interested in doing primarily teaching or trying to do as much research as possible? Or what what do you see yourself doing? Educator. And then on my on my yeah time off, just do research. I, I like doing research. There's so much to be explored. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a certain portion of your workload can be for research, so you might as well do it if you're being paid yeah. to do it. Especially if I like something that I'm researching something that, uh, and 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 that really attracts me. You know, we're talking about sound, and 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 I think that's been neglected. Uh, for too long, I think we boxed sound, the power of sound, into a box. Uh, into yeah, ultrasound. Into an ultrasound, you took know. Took on like a weird. It went like a weird direction. It's um, oh yeah, yeah. And it's just it's obviously it's just one little piece of the puzzle. We I I've been helping uh, in lab with the diagnostic ultrasound class. Oh my gosh, it is so much fun. That I, sounds uh, like fun. Yeah, I mean, just just the idea of having one of those in a private practice clinic, it's so, uh, to just be able to show a patient like, hey, here is your biceps tendon. Boom. Real time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, let's look at the left versus the right. And mm-hmm. I, this is different than what you're talking about, obviously, but just. No, that's fine. The power of, diag- that's what I'm saying. It has so many applications, right? Yeah. Sound does. Treatment, diagnosis, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's there's a lot to be explored there. Yeah, absolutely. I really think so. Um, yeah, man. So we're almost done with our studies. It's amazing. It's a miracle. Yeah. Hallelujah. Through COVID. Made through COVID. A couple of my participants got COVID. I'm sure that's probably going to show up in the blood, unfortunately. Oh, man. Yeah, everyone, there's this wave. Everyone is getting it. Yeah, a couple of them are getting it. A second yeah. and third time, which is wild. Right. And whether you're vaccinated or not. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I got a little of both in my samples. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's wild. I mean, it seems pretty mild generally speaking, so it's all mm-hmm. good, but yeah, it's going to be fun once you turn in your blood work and you see all the, uh, data. And I think that's when you're really going to open that Pandora box. Well, it's, it's, it's going to be really amazing man i mean this is what i'm most excited about is each sample that we're taking is a whole genome Mm -hmm. uh snapshot of Mm -hmm. of how much each gene is being expressed at that moment and so it's 20 you know around twenty one thousand genes so i mean you could write a paper about any number of things right we could go back and look at tumor suppressor genes we could go back and look at heart disease risk genes um we can go back and look at 
aging genes, which is what I'm doing initially. So I think it's going to be a good thing to mine over the years and get a, get some papers out of. But um, What about you? What do you want to do? You want to – sounds like research because you've been teaching for a while. Yeah, I think I want to get pretty deep into this gene expression stuff. I feel like that's kind of a niche in uh, in exercise physiology and lifestyle, just more broad diet, nutrition, uh, even even like P&I type stuff, psychoneuroimmunology type stuff, and gene expression. There's not a whole, not too many people doing that. So uh, I've been working with, this guy at UCLA where I can, I can do the gene expression analysis all just about on my own. So I feel like if I'm going to a university who has an interest in that, I can say, Hey, I could, I could bring this, um, capability to your school basically, you know? So I'm hoping that someone out there is interested in that and that they'll hire me. (laughs) So, but, uh, yeah, but, and then to the degree that that type of stuff is applicable to the program, I enjoy teaching about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it may not, it probably potentially would probably be more applicable at like, uh, um, exercise fizz type programs, um, or even like a class for medical students or I think PT as well though. I mean, um, so, I mean, if there's certain types of exercise that reduce inflammatory gene expression more than others, I would think that's pretty relevant to a PT. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Or that promote remodeling or whatever. Um, so I think there's a lot of different applications there, hopefully. So, so yeah, I want to do a lot of research and then hopefully teach classes based on that stuff. I, I taught AMP for eight years. Eight years already? Yeah, and I liked wow. it, but just teaching the same basic science stuff over and over. Like I could have done it for longer, but I think it'd be pretty interesting to be doing, you know, an experiment in the lab and then take those findings the next day to your class. That'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. That's, that's fresh off the uh, bread, fresh off the oven can beat that. Do you want to talk 30 minutes about evolution? Do I want to talk? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) What do you what do you think about it? <laughs> Give me your hot take. Oh man, uh, what do we have to go there? Uh, can I? S- it's com- I'm conflicted. Every time we go into that, I'm my mind. I'm conflicted. Yeah, there's there's so much evidence out there. I think I, the, I, the observations and the yeah. books and the history behind it, it's so great, you know. And then, like, you pile all this information up and you want to put it all together. And then when you try to make sense, it doesn't. Yep. And then something else makes sense. And then you go into the spiritual realm and that's when it gets very, very interesting. I um, I don't think anybody you know, serious, anybody credible would coherently be able to explain how natural selection is not a driving force in, in adaptation. And I think where people start to argue with one another is speciation. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, 
can you can you apply selective pressures enough to a species to actually make a new species and so right. i think that's the kind of religious versus scientific debate that goes on and so like with natural selection i mean if you've ever seen a chihuahua and a great dane in the same room i mean you can tell what how selective pressures work you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean that's mm-hmm. artificial selection but mm-hmm. so but then yeah i think but that's another good example because a chihuahua and a great dane i believe could maybe not may, may, they may not be physically capable of, of doing it but their dna could could lead to offspring you know so even though they're very different they're still the same species mhm mhm and 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 that's and that's the interesting part that it's, it's there's so many variables there's so there's so many things so there's yes we have evolved and we and people see it as a bad word especially again in religion but we're evolving creatures we are yeah. continuing to evolve that's inevitable we can see it right we just have or devolve for that matter yeah. right we can we can go back into reptilian mindset which unfortunately our society nowadays seems to be pointing that way we're just reactive yeah definitely. instead of act instead of active you know actively being accountable for our own path we're definitely tapping into some uh some old sy- systems in our brain lately with social media and stuff oh yeah um so <clears throat> i think the other side well i don't know what side i'm on so i don't i can't really say the other side do but, you have to, do you have to have a side you I, know i think there's more than two sides i mean i, I think the two popular right. sides are obviously creation right and um and then you know uh random evolution and random origin of life you know primordial ooze but more and more lately i i feel like mainstream science is starting to question like i just the 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 whole idea that it is just purely random just there's some issues with it and so well, that's what i wanted to talk about today oh yeah no certainly well it's like saying we have all the parts for the iphone out in the sea and all of a sudden the all the pieces came together the microchips and the, everything just came together and we have an iphone i'm so glad you used that analogy <laughs> okay so right so so people who are who who ag- agree with that sentiment would say that an iPhone is what's called an irreducibly complex system. And so what that means is every piece of the iPhone has to be present for it to be useful. Correct. And so Darwinian evolution requires that each next step, each adaptation be useful because if it's not, it won't be selected for, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you had a, an iPhone piece of glass in the sea and it bumped into a computer processor and they somehow joined after millions and millions and millions of years, that next iteration is not more useful than the previous one. It can't do anything new. Mm -hmm. You need every single piece to be present in the right spot for at the right time at the right time. Okay. So man, what a good, can I, can I read some stuff to you? It might get boring. Oh no! I never it never gets boring. 
All right. So this is this idea. <clears throat> there, there hasn't really been, there's, there's obviously millions of irreducibly complex systems in the body. Mm-hmm. So the ones that get argued about the most are like, uh, systems that we can, that we can see and visualize like the eye. And so there's pretty good like pushback from like Richard Dawkins type people about like the eye, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause people say the eye, you know, a lens is useless without a retina and a retina is useless without X, Y, Z. So like how would this evolve? And so they come up with these ideas, like just imagine a single cell that's sensitive to light that would still be useful to an animal that likes to hunt at night to avoid prey. Right. Okay. So that's a single set. But then there's, there's problems with that argument, but even then that's like the first layer, uh, you would need to evolve biochemical processes that are Mm -hmm. sensitive to light Mm -hmm. for that to work. So this is kind of an explanation of one system in a lot of different animals, blood clotting. Uh, so the ability for your blood to clot is one of the most complex chemical pathways mm-hmm. um, that you can imagine. So I'm going to read read something. And so this is just the idea of evolving specific enzymes and proteins in this pathway. So, <clears throat> so to illustrate the problem, let's do a quick calculation. Consider that animals with blood clotting cascades have roughly 10,000 genes each of which is divided into an average of three pieces. This gives a total of about 30,000 gene pieces. TPA, which is uh, tissue... Troponin or tissue, right. Plasminogen activator, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know. It uh, has four different types of domains. By variously shuffling, the odds of getting those four domains together is 30,000 to the fourth power. Wow. Which is approximately one-tenth to the 18th power. Now, if the Irish sweepstakes, this guy's Irish had odds of winning of one-tenth to the 18th power, and if a million people played the lottery each year, it would take an average of about a 1,000 billion years before anyone, not a particular person, but anyone, won the lottery. A 1,000 billion years is roughly 100 times the current estimate of the age of the universe. (laughs) And so here's, I think, maybe the biggest um, credible challenge to completely random evolution and it's that the solution to every problem is hey we're talking about processes that occur over incomprehensible time scales correct it occurs over billions of years so yes i get it might be difficult for you to understand how this thing could evolve randomly but you cannot visualize the amount of time it occurred across and so this is saying you know just one enzyme which is one of millions mm-hmm. wouldn't would take a <laughs> A hundred times the current estimate of the age of the universe. Just for one insight. To randomly spring forth. And so that's the type of language that's used in evolution a lot. Spring forth, led to, Mm -hmm. appeared. Mm -hmm. Um, And so anyway, I just thought that was kind of an interesting interesting idea. No, right, 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 right. And the more we read and the more we know how things are like this biochemical changes are generated or produced i i think we're gonna head to a way that their evolution is just it's like for instance the upbringing of a child right well what is it nature or nurture right right and then you got the two schools and oh well it's all about nurture no it's and then we come into the conclusion that it's both yeah. how much of it is of each uh, we don't know 
but it's definitely both. It's definitely uh-huh. both. It's, it's it's already in us, and it's like gene expression, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is what your study's about, too. Is yep. We all have that gene that is the, the obesity gene, the sleeping gene, all that, but can you express it or not? You there, know? there are people who are, in my opinion, some of the smartest people out there who believe Robert Sapols- Sapolsky is one of these guys. I know you probably oh, he's great. heard of him and uh, P&I. Dr. Yep. Yeah, Dr. Bird. He, he uh-huh. wrote a book called Behave, and, and he believes that with enough time, we will eventually determine that everything is deterministic, is based on our genes and gene expression. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, our pers- every aspect of our personality, of our relationships, everything. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. We just have it unlocked then. I don't know if we want to. Right. But, but <laughs> it, the, <laughs> you know, at this point, because that leads to the next question. Okay, so if there is evolution, so what is the next step as a human race into the evolution? And that's the thing. There is, there's clearly evolution. Like I, I, get, I get frustrated with people when I start to go down this path. Like they start to sense like, oh, maybe, maybe you agree with me that, that you know, um, everything is created and it's like, well, maybe, but you can't, you can't mm. say that evolution is not a current. I mean, we can see that it is. Uh, yes. Yes. The, que- the question is, you know, where I'm willing to be a little bit more open-minded is it may not necessarily be random, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but evolutionary processes, you can't, you can't throw that out. And, no, you can't. And so it's evident. It's evident. And I'm going to read one more thing and then I'm yeah. done reading. Mm-hmm. Okay. So since two proteins, the proenzyme and its activator, are both required for one step in the pathway, then the odds of getting both the proteins together are roughly the square of the odds of getting one protein. So now we're talking about millions of times of the age of the universe to get this to happen randomly. Mm -hmm. We calculated the odds of getting TPA alone to be one-tenth of the 18th power. The odds of getting TPA and its activator together would be one-tenth to the 36th power. That is a horrendously large number. Such yeah. an event would not be expected to happen even if the universe's 10 billion year life were compressed into a single second and then relived every second for 10 billion years. Oh my gosh. But the situation Dude. is actually much worse. If a protein appeared in one step with nothing to do, then mutation and natural selection would tend to eliminate it. Since mm-hmm. it is doing nothing critical, its loss would not be detrimental and production of the gene and protein would cost energy that other, that other animals aren't spending. Mm-hmm. So producing the useless protein would, at least to some degree, be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Darwin's mechanism of natural selection would actually hinder the formation of irreducibly complex systems, such as the clotting cascade. And wow. so there are not really any uh, counterpoints to this type of thinking. Not when you add time. People people like to romanticize the, the the that evolution part. It's the extreme. Yeah. Right. No. I mean, and and that's when and that's when the creation part comes into play for me. There's no way this is random, right? So. Well, think it. Okay, let me give you another aspect. So, I don't. I remember learning about this in chemistry. It was like one of the only things I remember. I hated chemistry. Chemistry was the only class I had to repeat in college. <laughs> so, um, I should, that's embarrassing. Give no, me a line of work. No, that's all right. But, uh, that's great. But, uh, but I made you stronger. There's this, you know, second law of thermodynamics is that energy right. tends to flow down its uh, concentration gradient. So yes. 
If you put a hot piece of metal next to a cold piece of metal, the heat transfers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. And so, uh, so this deals with entropy, which is chaos and randomness. And so, so complex systems and organized systems, according to the second law of thermodynamics should decay over time until there's just a a mix of dust. Right. Mm -hmm. But the opposite is happening in the universe. Uh, systems are getting more and more complex, at least here on earth, um, over, over time. And, uh, I mean, even stars and planets and that, that's all the opposite of high entropy, right? That's a, that's a condensed system mm-hmm. or condensed matter into, mm-hmm. into living systems on earth. And so there's the, these new scientists basically arguing that there is something about the laws of the universe that don't allow life to form, but ensure that life forms. And so we need to start thinking about evolution in these things in terms of, uh, the systems that govern these things were designed to encourage increased complexity and life essentially, and consciousness. That sounds interesting. Oh, let's not even talk about consciousness. That's a, that's another episode (laughs) in itself. What, what are your thoughts? And it's just occurred to me that, our creator, right? That energy source, that entity, it's like a, a microwave. A microwave speeds up what hap- what's you know, it speeds up the contents of what's inside the microwave, right? Okay. So what if God just basically accel it's a microwave, it just accelerated the process of randomness. I like it. I don't know. So like you, have, you have a little bit of both. So the fact that we cannot fathom time because we'd only, we're only a little particle in time, right? And so thinking about millions and billions uh, of years, that's not within our realm of thinking. But that's not, according to God, there's no time. So he's just accelerate, accelerated all that. God and photons. Yeah. Yeah. God of photons. Zeus. And, and so there's something to that because, um, well, I mean, if, if we were to believe, I mean, obviously the second law of thermodynamics, we can observe it. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but if we were to believe that that's all there is to entropy, then there should really just be a homogenous cloud of dust. A blub. Yeah, basically. And, and. And so, no order, and no order, and no order. But but the interesting thing about order is that you need chaos because you can't have selection without chaos. I mean, if you think about that is correct, if you think that about the correct. moon, it's just a frozen, desolate. There's no wind. There's no waves. There's no. It's order. It's highly ordered system, right? Yes, 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 yes. Life what, can't develop there. You need a chaotic environment like yes. Earth with volcanoes and forest fires and ocean waves to create yeah. life. So. Well, it's it's. how do you know something is sweet? The only way to compare it is if you taste it sour or bitter. Yeah, yeah. With the saying, the sweet ain't sweet without the sour. Yeah. So you need, in order for you to have order, you need chaos, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. We're, I know we're like poets over here, philosophers. I know for a Monday night, not bad. <laughs> so, yeah. So, do you have do you have work early tomorrow? No, 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 no. I'm good. Yeah. Um. So, but get okay. So get this. So, these like very like Dawkins oriented, and if people don't know, Dawkins is like the as um he is the 
reason why I would say the majority of scientists believe in, in this, you know, randomness is what creates, created our existence here on earth. Um, you know, that, that the right chemicals just bumped into each other in the primordial ooze and replicators sprung forth, which was like ancestral DNA. And then that turned into RNA and, and viruses and blah, blah, blah. Um, he, 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 people like him are now kind of having to agree with some of these types of conclusions about entropy and randomness and complexity, but they're trying to come up with evolutionary, uh, and random solutions to these problems. So, so listen to this. Um, basically they believe that within every black hole is another universe, Mm -hmm. right? I've heard of that. And so every universe, it could potentially have a small, a nuanced difference from the other universe. So it's like natural selection. It's basically, you know, a mutation. And then the universes that are, are, you know, most successful at, I don't know, I guess creating life or whatever, uh, or, or no, no, sorry. Whatever universes are most successful at creating new black holes will tend to pass on whatever that adaptation is. And so over time, because black holes are necessary for, for life is the idea mm-hmm. because you need, you need these gravitational centers that things orbit around. I don't know. And uh, so basically, basically the uni- universes themselves are subject to natural selection and evolution that is random. And so that's the reason why the universe seems to be tailor-made to create life is because the same conditions that create life tend to also create black holes. And I'm like, man, that just seems like a bigger stretch <laughs> oh, yeah. of the imagination make, just and just saying there's another force we don't understand at work, whether it's an right. alien race, energy beings, <laughs> God, I don't know what it is. but um, Oh, man. They're just trying to patch up the mess that they created. That's all. I mean, there's some truth to it. I'm not saying it's all wrong, but that's the thing when you subscribe to just one team, then yeah. you limit yourself to any other opinions and and thoughts you're really limiting yourself so it's important to always have that antenna up and 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 keep observing you know um because there there is so so coming back to your the question is okay so if there's evolution right evolution so from what i was understanding from where i was reading it's transcendence of consciousness and that's our next step as a human civilization yeah and that's uh, we're at the brink of that with AI. Uh, it's already in place, but not for quote unquote common people, right? Only only it's accessible to governments and science, but it's already in place. Did you see? Wasn't there wasn't there like some conversation that someone had with an AI recently? Yeah, there. Uh, if you Google in YouTube, you're gonna see some interesting stuff in there. But that's the that's the plan. And and Tesla, it's uh, you know with the Neuralink and people are freaking out. I think there's some cool stuff in there. But you know, we just have to proceed with caution. But that's the next evolution is transcendence, yeah. transplanting our consciousness into another entity or yeah. another uh, organic bio organic matter. And that and that field is 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 transhumanism and and that is correct. And when people talk about that, I've seen people say, "Well, we've been saying stuff like that for the last sixty years. It's not going to happen." And I'm like, "I, like, I don't know. I mean, I the stuff I'm into is is um, 
aging processes? Like how can, can they be slowed down? Can they be sped up? Well, people want cheat codes. People always want the, the, the shortest path, right? Yep. Which is which is forget exercising, forget yeah. you know that. I just want to transfer my memories onto something else. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and so, but I but I think even extending human lifespan is 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 kind of like a part of transhumanism. You know, mm. I think it's it's kind of that I science is evolving that. alongside of. AI. It's like, it's like, how can we exist in, how can our consciousness exist in this universe for longer? Mm -hmm. Um, that's ultimately what I think is driving all of this stuff. And, and I think it will happen. I mean, okay, it's 2022, 125 years ago. I don't know exactly somewhere around there. The only way you could get around was on a horse. That's right. 125 years, that's not very long. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so to think like 100 years from now, we will have achieved true artificial intelligence and um, we'll be able to download conscious. I mean, it's not totally outside. I mean, we've got a really long way to go, I think. But. No, that's and I think that's where we're heading. Yeah. Uh, and that's a normal part of, I, that's evolution though. That's and what then, I'm trying to say. And then the question is, is that process happening at a, trillion other locations across the the multiverse you know maybe we 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 will never know that we will never know at least not you and i i don't think if no yeah i don't think so but so if so if you believe you know that the universe uh you know was created all at once which of course you know what's that you mean parallel universes? Sorry, no. Just like our, our universe, like if oh. you assume it was created at roughly the same time, I mean, yeah. the other civilizations that exist in the universe, I I mean, just in our galaxy, there's billions of habitable planets. Like, Oh, yeah. And so if, We're just you, too dumb. <laughs> if you believe in natural selection and evolution, you have to believe that there's other, spe- you know, other creatures out yes. there. Yes, yes. Yes. And then they aren't necessarily a lot more advanced than us if we all evolved at approximately the same time, right? I think the argument there is like, well, the only reason humans exist is because the dinosaurs were wiped up by an asteroid. So, you know, how many other places did that happen and did it right. happen at the right time and blah, 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 blah. And blah. did they even have dinosaurs, right? We don't right. know. Right. And, and so maybe, you know, if, if life existing in the universe is, you know, every – every hundred thousand habitable planets, there might be life on one. How many of those would, would give rise to intelligent, you know, conscious species. And And that mentality is also regulated by like our current concept of the, uh, table of, uh, you know, in chemistry, the Mm -hmm. periodic table. So those are the elements that we know of. Right. Who, who knows what the other sure. dimensions would have different elements, and that in itself it will create different systems, right? Different ATP, different oxygen transports, maybe not even oxygen, you know. So we can just, it just imagination is can go nuts. It, can if go, you yeah. if you believe that he, that humans are the only intelligent life in the, in the universe, absolutely not. I, I feel like that's a very religious belief, and I, so yeah. I've talked to like pretty serious uh science type people who who feel that way and i'm like man that is like a very human centric like arrogant belief you know yeah. it, if you that's, believe that's, in these random processes they should be occurring racist. 
everybody. Yeah, it's racist. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're that's yeah, racist. You're putting the human race as a superior race, and you're giving no room to any other type of race. Okay, so now we're now we're way off the deep end. But I know, I know. But I, I have more questions for you. So <laughs> if these things popping out of the water, flying around, looking at us, these oh, al- these right. co- you mentioned that yes, these quote unquote yes. aliens. Um, is that a, some type of like crazy government thing? B, uh, leftovers of, from some civilization that was here before us? Uh, C, aliens, drones probably, they're, they go, they couldn't house like a living person. They're, they're, they go way too fast. Um, from another planet. And that's the only three options I can think of. What do you think? Oh. I have a fourth option. What is it? D, all of the above. Okay. Because we really don't know. It can be a government thing. I mean, I've seen, I've, uh, and I know I'm putting it out there, but I've seen and uh, I've read uh, some some documentation on how, how the government's already using some of that stuff, some alien, some alien software, some alien hardware even. And people are really suspicious about why the government all of a sudden is like very happy to say that like, yeah, we don't know what these things are and they're releasing footage. And yeah, well, look at the timing. So they did it right on time too. It's, you know, whenever you want to dive, it's diversion. It could be that. I think that would be probably the most likely thing, but the fact that they, the fact that they're in the ocean to me feel okay so say say you are sending stuff here from another planet like what would the purpose be of like the ocean being in the ocean no, i mean i no guess whales goes, are cool but no but no one goes there like it's covered it's yeah, like but, but these these things they they can go from space to sea level in two seconds like they it just seems yeah. like they could be yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just a good spot to hide, I guess. Yes, yes. But if they're making no themselves visible on camera, does it, maybe they're not super concerned. I mean, I just, I almost feel like that's their origin, you know, is... is Water? It, well, may, I mean, they may have been here for a long time, is what I'm Atlant- saying. Atlantis? Are you tapping into that no. now? <laughs> oh, oh, no, I wasn't going there. I just meant... Oh, like, man. Well, I just... Some religions, someone... some religions are, are based on that, you know, Atlantis. Actually, even the Aryan race comes from Atlantis. I don't know if you knew that. Dude, I just but watched that's... a good documentary about Atlantis. I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, that, yeah, Atlantis. So all that people are superior, quote-unquote, superior race. And that's what the Aryans, quote-unquote, thought. And that's their whole theology, belief system is based on. Weird. I had no idea about any of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It goes deeper, man careful <laughs> well yeah i gotta be careful i'll get sidetracked too hard but but what it like what is the skeptical explanation of these little things flying around super fast i don't get it, it must with a limited with a limited scope of observation and and reading you can say it's a government thing yeah and it's, that's it's that's they're possible. hiding bases in government yeah that's of course let's all above it's also possible the other but then, Wait, but right? then I feel like to say that we possess things that can go from space to the ocean in a second and go to, and then travel to locations that only the pilots of the craft of the jet craft know about. Yeah, that's when that answer doesn't fit, does it? Yeah, and that there's no propulsion, there's no heat coming from the craft. Yeah, I mean it's possible, but even then I'm going to say like, well, where did we figure? How did we figure that out? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. where did we get that from? 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so well, yeah, I, I don't know. That's, we need to read more. And <laughs> I need to make sure everything in here is anonymous because uh, we're going to be applying for a job someday and they're going to be like, did you used to have a show where you talked about aliens, evolution, and, right? Uh, Atlantis, Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I really don't know, and I hate things that I don't know about. So that's why I like to read and and just listen, read and listen, and yeah. then make my own conclusions. I think that's kind of cool, though. That uh, we're not alone. We're definitely not alone. Yeah, I, I. I don't think there's any chance that we're alone. My the only question I have is, you know, have these other whatever they are been here or not? I don't know. I could mm-hmm. I could be convinced that nothing's ever been to Earth, you know? No, there's been there there we're giants. Remember, we had giants and it's if if you are a religious person, it's in the Bible. And he clearly says that the Nephilim, which were the giants, were mating with the daughters of men. And this is uh, this is around Enoch time. I don't, I don't know if you know about this, but I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's in the Bible, and they were uh, yeah they saw the daughter of the daughters of men, and so they were mating with them, and so that's when the uh, that's when the flood came about, because they were given uh, different kind of uh, breeds like the giants. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. People, I've heard people say like, if you could go back in time, when would it be? It, I would want to go back like. I want to know who built these damn pyramids. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> For, and I know that people are like, well, the it's purpose, right? It's people what? in loincloths with ropes and stuff. But it's like, dude, I don't know if you you really start looking into that, and it's like they knew they knew the diameter of the Earth. They knew what pi was. They knew these things came from eight hundred miles away, and they weigh eighty tons, and they're machined perfectly, like with laser precision. I mean, I don't know. I probably sound crazy, but. No, that 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 is there, and in Peru, it's there. The Incas, so it's like with precision. And all and of those things, so like um, the Nazca lines, Anchor walked or whatever in Thailand. Yeah. Is it, I don't know if it's in Thailand, but then the pyramids, the stuff in South America, and Easter some, Island. That's right. They are all at the same ring around the Earth. Mm-hmm. And then uh, don't forget the Chinese uh, pyramids that they covered. I don't know if you knew that. But China has some pyramids themselves. Really? Oh yeah. Look into that. It's it's interesting stuff. But they cover them. I think the best thing that that came out recently for like this line of thinking was that uh, in Turkey, um, Gebekli Tepe or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Keep talking. Well, it's 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 this it's this ancient site that is not it's not the pyramids by any means, but it's. Uh, pretty advanced and it's been dated to 13,000 years ago. Oh no, I have no idea. And so the issue with that is like our, our understanding of 13,000 years ago was that we were very, very primitive. Um, Mm -hmm. like not even living in like groups yet. Like just Mm -hmm. like, like nomadic bands of hunter gatherers basically. Isn't that crazy? And, and, and the weird thing about it is it was buried Oh shoot. Yeah. Like they can tell that it was buried based, based on the sediment and stuff like dirt was brought in from another site and it was buried underground 13,000 years ago. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and a lot of the statues there, they have the same hands as the Easter Island statues. And a lot of the stone looks identical to stone found all over the world. Dude, it's crazy. I'm going to, we, 
Okay, I'm going to get you to watch this documentary. And that's yeah, what yeah, about yeah, yeah. Send it to me, so we'll talk about it. Yes. So next topic will be aliens. I'm assuming extraterrestrial life. Oh man, it's not. It's not aliens necessarily, <laughs> man. It's that is a, true. That is true. Maybe they've been here before. Right. He, okay. A preview of what's to come. I think okay. the most interesting thing about all of these sites, the Incas, the all these places, is that there's like really extraordinary stuff. Uh, like, for example, you know, an 80-ton mm-hmm. block mm-hmm. that's kind of cut at weird angles and joined seamlessly with another 80-ton block. Mm-hmm. And so at the time that these were made, these people supposedly only had copper chisels. <laughs> and so there's no chisel mark. I mean, it's just perfectly smooth, and, and so it's amazing. And it's all fit together, and this yes. stuff is 10,000 years sense. old. And it still stands. But then on top of it, is much poorer construction that's kind of built on top of it to look like it's a part of the original. Like if you, you'll see in this documentary, like the Machu Picchu, mm-hmm. like there's this ancient, amazing stuff with then with like rocks and mortar, like piled on top of it. Hmm. And so like the kind of mainstream guys will point to the rocks and mortar and say like, this is simple stuff. But then it's like, well, no, what about the stuff it's built on top of? You know, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's kind of clear that, a lot of this stuff, like even the potentially the pyramids were inherited by us. So like, like the ancient Egyptians inherited the pyramids from whoever built them basically is the idea. Oh, that's cool. And so when they refer to their gods, they're referring to whoever left those, built left those for them. But we did have giants and those guys could probably move 80 towns. Who knows? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Who knows? That's a new theory. Yeah. Oh, but it, here's what you're going to love about this documentary uh-huh, the most. Uh-huh. So one of these sites that's along this line are these caverns. They call them caverns, but they're they're handmade. And okay. they have like, it's granite, number one, that's polished smooth. Oh, oh man. And the roof is, is, is the, per, it, the perfect curvature of a circle. So it's clearly like highly designed, super old, way before. I mean, we were, apparently they built this with chisels, whatever. And each room resonates at a specific hertz. Now that's kind of cool. No matter what sound you produce in the room, it will resonate at a specific hertz. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's not like 103. It's like 100, 200, 300. You know, so oh, it's oh, like. Wow. Okay. Okay. Speaking of that, then, there, again, there are theories on how they were able to levitate these rocks with sound. I'm oh, just all gonna, right. I'm on board. I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> that they were able to produce, yeah, sounds at a certain frequency, and that's how they were able to move those rocks. I Hey, I'm a, I'm on board. If if someone wants to put a theory <laughs> like that, I do, I do feel like some stuff I hear, I'm like, I don't know about that. But then I get, dude, these, these the like counterpoint people to this who like disagree with this stuff, they're like zealots, man. Yes. They get mad and defensive. Like I've seen debates between these guys and it's like, Oh yeah. They're, they're too emotional. They it's like, they're not even answering the question. The guys yeah. like explain why there aren't any chisel marks on this. And it's like, right. you think that they had laser beams, don't you? And it's like, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Just explain why there aren't chisel marks on this hundred ton yeah. boulder that's carved from a quarry 800 miles away from this location. You know, that's, that's wild. All right, man. That's wild. That was fun. <laughs> We can leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. As usual. It's always exciting. 
All right. Well, take it easy. You too now. Keep in touch. We'll do. I'm going to send you the link to this. Uh, you you have to. It's like three dollars. It's worth it. Oh, it's okay. Worth it. Send it to me. Okay. I'll watch it and we'll discuss it next week. All right. Good luck with that collection. <laughs> Thank you. I right. like this. Bye. Bye. Set your affirmations, aspirations. I got shit to do. The aftermath of preparation. Good food, good mood, blood in circulation. One step at a time. Yeah, that's how you make it. Set a goal you control, and the steps you take them. I try to pick one thought, have some concentration. And if I make a mistake, it's called education. I try to do this every day. Call it replication. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. 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 Life ain't easy, y'all. I think there's a reason, though. Ups and downs, just like every different season, y'all. Sometimes I'm high, other times I'm barely breathing, though. I always gotta fight and hide from the demons, y'all. Negative thoughts are poison, they ride. Uh. Head full of flaws, so here come the clouds. Uh. They'll never stop unless I can swap all the bad for the good in my head when I'm lost. Uh. Yeah, so I'ma fake it till I make it Positive thoughts are overtaken, I got patience One day at a time is how you operate a cadence A flow, you grow, you show yourself a foundation Stay away from all the shit that causes temptation I know that I like to do it cause of sensation I live my life in my head like a narration Don't expect greatness, do my best, man, I'll take it Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Wake up Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. 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 Today's gonna be a good day.